opened her mouth, took a deep breath, and yelled hard, praying someone would hear her. From nowhere, a torrent of liquid crashed down into her face, filling her open mouth, silencing her scream to a gurgling splutter. She gasped with shock, drawing a mouthful of the vinegary fluid to the back of her throat, blocking and gorging. She couldn't swallow. She tried to cough up, but the liquid kept coming more and more. It tasted like red wine. What the hell? Acidic splashes burnt her eyes. The overflow from her mouth quickly filled her nostrils and ran down her face, collecting in a pool beneath her head. Red liquid chased along the creases in the plastic sheet, cooling the skin of her back. Panic clambered through her. Her heart thumped high in her chest. Her lungs tightened. She couldn't feel them. No air. He's drowning me, the sick bastard. She could hear him laughing out loud as more liquid slammed hard into her face. She turned her head backwards and forwards to escape the flow. He laughed some more, enjoying her spirit, following her mouth with the bottle. She thrashed her limbs against the mattress to loosen the bindings, but they were locked fast. He laughed again. She was suffocating, drowning, and he was loving it. He wasn't going to stop. Stinging tears slipped from the corners of her eyes, watering the wine to pink rivulets that ran down her cheeks. She stilled the screaming inside her head and started to pray, Please, God, let me live. As quickly as it started, the torrent stopped. She spluttered, snorted and gulped for precious air. Her breathing calmed as the panic subsided. Then silence. What now? Opening her eyes, she strained against the lights. He was standing over her, smiling. His dressing gown had fallen apart. The bastard had a hard-on. Anger boiled inside her. He was playing with her. She spat at his crotch, took a deep breath and screamed again, stronger and louder, the effects of the alcohol numbing the pain in her jaw. Another torrent of liquid hit, heavier than the first, as he held the bottle higher over her face. She snapped her mouth tight shut and shook from her head from side to side, trying to escape the downpour. She retched, bile rose in her throat. Keeping her mouth tightly closed, she swallowed it back down again. She retched again and again and swallowed. The courage of his quarry amused him. She fought harder than the others. He finished decanting another bottle, admiring the trails of wine that ran down through her hair and splattered her breasts. He wondered if she would look as beautiful inside once he'd opened her up. He dropped the bottle onto the bedside table, picked up his beloved camera. He liked to document before and after shots of his victims. The camera shutter hissed as he took a close-up of her angry face. His phone rang. He ignored it. Swallow, darling, swallow. It's a delicious little chateau nav to pap. You mustn't waste it. He moved to the end of the bed and stood between her open legs, squinting into the lens and focused on the red stream of wine that trickled its way through plubic hair to swollen, glistening lips. He moved back up to her chest, bent low over her right breast and put his mouth against her skin, chasing up a wine trail with his tongue. Her nipple jumped and hardens. Bastard! She spat, pulling her arms and legs, the binding rope seesawing cuts into her skin. The intoxicating wine gave more courage. There's no way you're going to cut me up, you bastard. She turned her face away from him and screamed as hard as her lungs could stand. Growing bored with this game, he brought his fist down hard on her stomach. She heaved with pain. Angry tears stung her eyes. Fuck you. She wouldn't give up. Summersing strength, she tried again. She looked good when angry, but the screaming would attract attention. He smashed her hard and fast for a second time. This time his punch angled up and under the ribcage. It had the desired effect. She passed out. Silence.
He opened the drawer of the bedside table and pulled out two screwdrivers, a staple gun and masking tape. The screwdrivers were for the eye sockets, the staples to pin back skin and the sticky tape to silence her mouth. He took another sip of the exceptionally agreeable wine, although it was a tad cool, not quite room temperature. He inspected his tray of instruments. Teacher would be pleased. How neat he was. Top marks, dear boy. He picked up a remote control and punched the play button. A soothing Mozart violin concerto filled the air. He pulled on a pair of surgical gloves, enjoying the clammy feeling of distance they gave him between him and his patient, between him and his conscience. Humming to the music, he turned his attention to the tray of tools. His fingers danced along the row of blades, finally landing on the smallest one. He held it up to the light and inspected its cutting edge. This will do for starters. I'll open you up just a little at a time.